Joseph Pasek of BarnBorton.ca, our twice daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 49, 49 platforms. Welcome to another edition of We The Norm with world-famous attorney Norm Jessen. Now, Norm, we're going to start off with one of your favorite sports, golfing. Let's talk about Brooke Henderson, 20 years old and winning the Canadian Championship for the first time in 45 years. Well, well, I'll tell you, I, I have not really followed her that closely, but I watched, I watched the, uh, the, you know, the final round with her. Boy, she is amazing. I mean, the, first of all, the conditions are were tough. I mean, it was raining on the back nine, and uh, she was being chased, and and the player behind her was making birdies, and every time the uh, other player made a birdie, then she made a birdie, and she was just. She swings hard. She hits the driver a ton. She kept it down the middle the whole back nine. I think she had one drive just just sneak into the light rough, and and she's firing at the flag. And her, she was putting. Her putts were going in. Her long putts were either in or they were right around the hole. I mean, I, I think on the back nine she was around minus fourteen or something. She ended up minus twenty one, right? And and uh, she's just I mean, it was impressive. It was impressive. And here she is, 20 years old, seven tournaments. She's going to be, quite soon, the best Canadian golfer ever. So, uh, 20, she's 20 a, years old. She's our Tiger Woods. And, and if people want to see a, a real talent in from Canada, they should uh, just follow her and watch her. I was and, really impressed. She's incredible. And, and like we were mentioning off the interview here, 20 years old and that swing and how far she hits it, like... This girl has potential, like you mentioned, to be best Canadian golfer, but maybe in the top five uh, golfers, period. 20 years old, seven tournament wins already. Uh, and, and like you mentioned, it was a tough, tough day in your home country for the first time in 45 years. And she really did a number. She really like proved like she's up and coming. And, you know, let's face it, we're expecting big things for her now. Yeah, you know, I I could see her uh, uh, being number one real soon in the world in, in women's golf. I mean, the way she plays, uh, and and just look at what she's won so far. Yeah, so and she's beaten some tough customers on, on those in those seven tournaments. So yeah, yeah, she's she's great to watch, and people who like golf uh, should try, you know should keep an eye on her because she's great. Well, let's turn away from golf to tennis and also keep on the Canadian theme here. A couple of days ago, you've seen something that you don't really see that much in, in sports, let alone tennis. Uh, you know, the two Canadians uh, playing it out, Denis Shapovalov, and uh, the other competitor had to retire because of a heart condition and uh, really... You know, he's 18, 19 years old out of Quebec, and really, he was struggling, crying. He was being consoled by Shapovalov, and also Shapovalov coming back last night uh, and winning a five-set marathon. Well, he's, he's, uh, he's a talent, you know. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think he's ready to win a major just yet, but he's, a, he's an up-and-coming talent. He's young, and... Uh, and he's fun to watch, and uh, we have a lot of good tennis to see from this guy for a number of years to come, I think. 
Yeah, and that's the that's the U.S. Open. All right, well, we're heading into September. You know what that means, Norm? Uh, training camp for the Leafs, training camp for the Raptors starting this month. Let's start off with the Raptors, one of your favorite teams there. Uh, you know, Leonard, the big trade with DeMar DeRozan. Uh, from what people have told me, he tried to have a group of uh, Raptor players come out and sort of mend fences and talk to them. He did have that. Kyle Lowry was not part of that. He's hoping that uh, he will be part of it uh, closer to the second, third week of September. What do you think of this? And uh, let's face it, maybe he comes in here with an open mind and maybe he can stay a little longer than one year. Well, um, it, you know, that's all true, and that's all great. I, it's still, uh, you know, interesting that Kyle – I mean, I'm sure Kyle will be ready to play, right? But Kyle's still pouting a bit, you know, like uh, for a guy who was able to go to Villanova in the middle of the season, I mean, if he really wanted to get on board, he could have come up for this too. But uh, maybe he just didn't want to make it seem like uh, – He's giving up the leadership mantle to to Kawhi. So who knows? Maybe we're going to have like a two-headed monster uh, coming in. But I think at the end of the day, Kyle's going <clears> to – I mean, he's going to play. Uh, and he's going to be engaged. He's got to, right? So uh, we'll see how it goes. But it is great to see Kawhi trying to trying to engage with everybody and to, uh, and, and to uh, put himself all in. And, uh, you know, when, if you read it, you know, on Bleacher Reports and, and all that, the reports say that he's been looking great in his workout, so that's good to hear. And uh, so, so uh, yeah, it's getting close. It's getting close. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, another guy, from what I've been told, has been looking phenomenal is Jonas Valanciunas. Expect a huge Huge year from Giannis Velachunas. Uh What do you expect from Velachunas, uh, uh this year? Because let's face it, uh, you know, they have all the big names. And then, you know, Velachunas always comes in, in the fourth quarter, takes it on the bench. Maybe they want something more from JV. Uh, I think this is the year Valanciunas is an all-star uh, in, in the... Uh, I mean, who in the East? Who in the East is... Uh, Ahead of him at the five position, I'm trying to think. I mean, maybe yeah. what Tr- Tristan Thompson, but Tristan Thompson without LeBron, I don't, you know, I don't see it. Um, I don't know who Boston's got at the five this year. They, I guess they Horford. They got Horford, right? Who's really a yeah. sort of a four slash five. So I guess, I guess it could be Horford if he has a good year. But uh, and, you know, if Horford, uh, they don't have, like last year they played Baines at the five and they played, uh, Horford played a lot of four last year, right? So, I, I mean, I don't know. But, you know, other than Horford, I mean, who in the East? I guess there's Embiid, of course. I shouldn't yeah, forget yeah. Embiid. Yeah, so it won't be easy. But he'll be in that conversation, I think. I think he's going to have a great year, right? All right, let's head to uh, Maple Leafs, the NHL. Let me ask you a question. All this talk about the captaincy, Austin Matthews, John Tavares, or anything like that, first of all, I know who's going to get the captaincy, I I believe, I know. But does it really matter? Just go out and win. Yes, I think at the end of the day it does. And I think uh, as much as Austin would have, I'm sure he would have liked to be the captain, right? But... You know, Tavares has been the captain before, and Tavares 
uh, you know, an Austin uh, probably aspires to be where Tavares is and maybe even aspires to be ahead of him uh, in the not-too-distant future. But, uh, you know, the captain doesn't have to be the best player on the team, and certainly Tavares may be the best player on the team this year, and maybe Austin will surpass him in the next year or two. Uh, but uh, eh, you're you're right. It really uh, you just gotta vote and win, and you can be a leader even if you're not the captain, right? All the captains. Some of, it, some of teams have a, a third or fourth line player who's a captain, so it, it doesn't really matter. It, you you just gotta focus on winning. Now speaking about winning, okay, as we head into September, two weeks from training camp, are you happy with the squad, or would you want? An addition, let's say a defenseman. I'm not talking about Eric Carlson. I'm talking about just another solid defenseman. Well, of course, you always want another solid defenseman, but I'm happy with the squad. How's that? For, how's that for an ambiguous? No, answer? that that's okay. But let me ask you, as we have. Oh, no, I should be. I should be a player because uh, I can I answer with cliches and. Uh, yeah, you're back against a wall. Take it shift by shift. <laughs> all this. Uh, yeah. And so so now let me ask you this. Uh, I'm gonna ask you for a prediction. Where do you think? Let's say we're in September. In April, if the if the Leafs finish, let's say okay, if they finish first in their division, okay. But do you really think they need home advantage this year in the playoffs? I think you always need home advantage. You gotta have, especially in the. You got. I mean, you, you just. It's hard to win without home advantage. I mean, look at. Uh, I mean, we had. Uh, we lost in seven games. Uh, this year, we lost in. Uh, you know, in uh, six games last year, both without home advantage. It's tough. It's tough without home advantage. I think you always got to shoot for that, right? It just makes it so much easier. Um, so it, it's 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 important. I do think it's important. So I think you got to try to get home advantage this year for sure. All right. Now, who in your estimation has to come up with a huge year that you're not expecting from the Toronto Maple Leafs? For me, it's Jake Gardner has to bounce back. Well, I was going to say one of, one of the those two, uh, Gardner or Zaitsev. Right? I, you know, yeah. Right, so I think Zaitsev's have got to got to have a big year, come bounce back from the injuries. No. Uh, maybe even more than Gardner, because Gardner Gardner will always give you something, and uh, you know Gardner's like the Lord give us and the Lord taketh away. That's how that's Gardner's. That should be on Gardner's epitaph, you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, because should be Gardner giveth and Gardner taketh away. But uh, but what he giveth, he's really good, right? But uh, Zaitsev had a tough year, lots of injuries. Struggled when he came back. I think a big year from Zaysa, uh you know, uh, will go a long way to, to propelling the Leafs into uh, into uh, contention. Now, here here's the big question: During the off season, uh, could the Maple Leafs sign all you know Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and all that? What do you say? Well, uh, I don't know, but, uh, you know, of that, it looks like, you know, the most expendable is uh, probably Lander, right? So, I mean, he's been the subject of trade talk. So, I mean, I'm sure they'll try. Uh, Nylander's going to be the odd man out. He's not going to – his salary will not unless, – unless something happens this year that he has a breakout and overtakes 
Marner, um, he's probably going to be the third on the list of that totem pole. And, and um, you know, and if it doesn't work, then they may have to, you know, look for a trade. Right? All right, so... Well, we're going to close this edition of We The Norm with the Toronto Blue Jays, all right? We're taping this just before the second trade deadline of August 31st. Uh, Josh Donaldson comes back, plays one game, sits out the next game because of sore calf and all that. Has he played his last days in a Toronto Blue Jay uniform? And there are rumors going around that the Blue Jays don't want him. They want to get rid of him. Yeah, he's done. He's done in Toronto. I mean, uh, I mean, he's like sort of a uh, well. Who who's gonna? I mean, wh- what's he gonna get next year? You know what? Uh, and is he gonna be able to play? I don't even know what his health status is. What what's the cap thing? Is you know, it almost sounds like a Kawhi Leonard situation. But but he picked the wrong year to you know to 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 do this. Like uh, he, you know. I mean, next, who's going to pick him up? Who's going to give him a big contract next year if he can't uh, show people that he's healthy? You know, so he might have to put in a year uh, playing for somebody really cheap next year uh, just to uh, uh, just to build his numbers back up. You know, but he's got to get healthy. All right, maybe yes. maybe he can't. I don't know. And I, I don't even know. I don't even know what's wrong with him. So let's. Take I don't a... know what that means that he has calf soreness and can't play. Yeah. After one day of, all right, let's take away Donaldson. And now next year, let's look at next year. The question marks still in the pitching, like Strowman up and down. Uh, Marco Estrada is a free agent, so who knows about him? Sanchez, it seems like he pitches two games and then he's off for six. He pitches two games and he, he goes on the DL. Like the Blue Jays need more consistency or something has got to look in that, um, you know, health department, doctor department, because almost everybody is injured. Yeah, and it's funny because last year, if I recall, last year they didn't have a lot of injuries. Uh, well, they did have Sanchez. Yeah, uh, well, two, two years ago when they were in the... Two years ago when they were in contention, they, 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 they did not have a lot of injuries. Yeah. But, um, you know, this happened to them before they had to, to revamp the what was, it, was the year that all the pitchers went down and they just had to revamp their whole pitching staff, right? Yeah. Um, look, I don't know what Sanchez is going through. My my guess is is that they'll figure something out with Sanchez and he will come back. But the question is when. You know, will he go through another year of this or will it be next year? Or will he end up coming back for somebody else because the Jays give up on him? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's too good a talent, uh, and I think he will come back. He's too young. I think he will come back at some point. But uh, and there's a lot of pitchers who went through uh, a lot of bad health issues for three or four years and then came back and brought their careers back, right? But uh, maybe that will happen with Sanchez. I, I think he's too good. Uh, not to not to come back, but the question is when. All right, and here's the final question, uh, and a lot of people want to know this. So, Norm Jessen, you have the ball here. Do you bring up Vlad Guerrero in September, or do you keep him till mid-April and get another year uh, of eligibility? Uh, I, I'd say bring him in April. We don't need him now. 
great answer. <laughs> uh, that goes for Boba Shed and everybody. And I, think, I think that's what they're going to do, isn't it? That's what they're talking well, about. Well, that, that, that's what the, I think that's what they're going to do, and that's what they should do because you, you have the guy for seven years then. Instead, why are you going to bring him up here? You're, you're never going to make the you know run what? You win one, two, three more games. Big deal. Bring him up. Get an extra year, have him for seven years, have the core with Bo Bichette, have everybody there. And the Blue Jays, you know, like, look, they're bringing pitchers from the farm and they're pitching adequately. Yeah. 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 So Blue Jays have a a future and, and people think with the right moves, they could do something next year even. Yeah. With the right moves. All right, Norm, tell tell everybody about your world-famous son, musician son, Adam Justin. Northernfrequencies.com is the place to find uh, uh, Adam. And, uh, and he, he, will, he and his partner, Steve Filoni, can take care of all your musical and video promotional needs. Uh, and uh, they do great work. Check them out. And don't forget the people at the Scotiabank Arena. He's available for Maple Leaf games, singing national anthem, Raptor games, even Toronto Rock games, anything happening at the Scotiabank Arena. Adam is is there, and he'll make a great... Uh, yeah, by the way, by the way, i got to stop you. Speaking of the Scotiabank Arena, I mean, uh, the stock's not a little bit flat right now. I mean, did they pay too much to get their name on that thing? I don't know. Uh, you got to watch that stock. It's like, well, well, hold on. So what do you prefer, Air Canada Centre or Scotia Bank Arena or the Norm Jetson facility? <laughs> I, I, I think it should be uh, – <laughs> where's Norm Rumack? Why don't we name it the Norm Rumack Arena? Right? No, he, he has, he has uh, um, you know, uh, a room inside the Scotia Bank Arena called it the Starbucks Norm Rumack Room. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, Norm Jessen, world famous attorney. Check out northernfrequencies.com for Adam Jessen. Norm, any final comments? I'm just looking forward to, uh, you know, on the one hand, this summer's been so good. I mean, hey, yeah. CNN, I was thinking about this. It's so beautiful outside. It's so lush. And in two months, it's all going to be gone, right? The leaves are going to start to turn. But, but, uh, I guess the good thing about that is that basketball and hockey will be back. But, uh, boy, I am enjoying this uh, beautiful, hot, hot weather. Uh, hopefully it could go to November, right, uh, Norm? Hopefully it could hopefully. go to hopefully. October or November. We still got like a month and a half. Come on. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, by the way, have a happy, safe, long weekend, everybody. Uh, Norm, especially you. And uh, we'll be back for more We the Norm next week. Thanks a lot, Norm. Okay, thank you.